0: everybody it is time once again for the mainland podcast it's episode number 325 and i am michael citro your co-host and the founder and managing editor of the mainland.com. we cover orlando city the orlando pride ocb all things soccer related in the city beautiful joining me as always from tallahassee florida it is david rowe dave how you doing
1: I'm doing well, Michael. uh good to see you. It definitely seems that we're we're back on the weekly thing again. our little uh time off uh ish off season is definitely gone now.
0: Yeah, once the team's back in uh in preseason training, it's it's on. It is basically the season. So uh, we've got some games to talk about, actually, games that we didn't see, but we're ga- you know, we going to talk about them nonetheless, at least as, in terms of what we can say about them. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got some Orlando Pride news, of course, and our mailbag box, all of that coming your way. Do you want to give an update? I know some people are waiting to hear an update from us, and the update is that I have no update for you. We have now three weeks to go before... The uh, end of our support at SB Nation, although the site doesn't necessarily—it doesn't mean it's going to go dark. It doesn't mean that anything stops. I'm not taking it down, and the same with the, this program. But I think you could probably tell that if somebody's going to stop supporting you, you don't want to keep giving them contact, uh, content, and clicks. So yes. we're trying to come up with some. Uh, our our next steps, we've had some discussions, we kind of have some ideas, we just can't implement them yet because there are still some unanswered questions from the powers that be. I, In fact, I emailed today as we record this on the 7th and have not heard back yet. Hopefully I will hear back tomorrow, but the bottom line is they, everybody asked them for information. They responded with a survey. We all took the survey and a week went by and we've heard nothing.
1: Yeah. You know, little things like, can we keep the mainland name? Yeah. Can we keep the name? Can we keep the domain?
0: How do we do that? How do we get our archives? How do we, uh, you know, who do we talk to about releasing our feed on the podcast to a new outlet, all of that stuff. And I can't even begin to set up anything that might need to be set up yet, such as perhaps a GoFundMe or Kickstarter for folks who have expressed an interest in wanting to help us. Take that next step. And uh, we have also had some internal discussions regarding a premium level of the mainland. You're not required to do that, obviously, but you may get less content or maybe not as, um, you know, maybe there are some special features that you won't get for free. Uh, But if you are willing to subscribe and help us keep this thing going, you know, you will have access to all of that stuff as well. So, we haven't really ironed out what that will be. I don't like to put things behind paywalls for sure, but there, there may be some things that require a little extra work and a little extra attention that might be of value to some folks who uh, will help us keep our lights on. So uh, these are things that we can do, and these are the kinds of things we've discussed. And obviously, we will, we will look to support the new endeavor in any way we can to make up for what little revenue that we did get amongst a few of our staff members to get that back. In addition to paying for the actual cost of hosting and domain registration and an LLC being set up and uh, podcast hosting. I mean, none of that stuff is, (laughs) you know, none of this stuff is, is just given to you for free with, any flexibility. In other words, you could probably find some place that will put your podcast up for free, but there's going to be limitations on what you can do. And I don't know if you've listened to this podcast more than just today. Dave and I talk and we tend uh, to go long. (laughs) And so, you know, we don't like restrictions because we don't put any on ourselves, certainly. And we, we have to um, be mindful of how many times we do a show and, uh, how long the show is and you know sometimes sometimes those sites like will they'll stick ads in for you and you don't have any say over it and that kind of thing so there's there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes it's a lot of uh research and it is quite frankly I am as mentally drained right now before game one has kicked off than I usually am at the end of the season. So that's not a good sign. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Well, at least it's for different reasons. Not that it makes it any better, but, uh, you know, it's not for the normal stuff. And, and yeah, you look, we gotta be free to be us, man. Okay. I mean, we're long-winded. We're loquacious. We, uh, we're verbose. And, uh.
0: And we like to say the same thing multiple ways right in a row. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, with that, uh, good night, everybody. Now.
1: um wait wait let's give ourselves a pat on the back for how short last week's podcast was
0: well let's let's not go crazy because you never know Uh, (laughs) see if we can make it two in a row before we get excited
1: yeah okay fair enough
0: all right so orlando city still in the training phase for the 2023 season we've now had a couple of preseason games the lions have played minnesota united played the FIU Panthers, so a college team they've played, and they won both of them, which is good. Uh, They were also supposed to have a game, as you and I are recording this, but that game was canceled. That was the game that when they announced the preseason schedule, there was a TBA on the opponent for the seventh. We now know that that TBA was supposed to be Nashville, and they announced something about it being a road friendly and i don't know if that means that nashville is somewhere here and they were going to visit their i don't know their hotel or somewhere wherever city they're in or if they were going to actually go all the way to tennessee for a preseason game which seems a little odd but yeah. it doesn't matter because the game was canceled and in fact was canceled before i even knew it was going to be against nashville
1: well look it, it would be the most uh mls thing ever um if a road match was in Orlando. Uh, We've dealt with that multiple times, uh, you know, most specifically with some of the Canadian teams, but nonetheless uh, it would have been, uh, well, we weren't going to get to watch the thing anyway. Mm So,
0: well, several teams have done some training in the state of Florida this preseason. And I don't know if Nashville was one of them, but they may have been. And really anything that's not at the Kissimmee, training ground at osceola county stadium or at Exploria stadium technically could be a road game for orlando right. city in the preseason so uh anyway that's not happening but we can tell you a little bit about the minnesota game that was the first one and the lions won it 2-0 Urchon cara with a goal early and dagger dan i'm a dagger dan man and uh, he scored his first goal in the in orlando city uniform, sort of their trainers, whatever they wore on <laughs> that game. But, uh, uh, good to see him get on the score sheet and a two nil win. And a, a really interesting shutout considering the fact that through two games, we have not seen either of the starting center backs, Antonio Carlos or Robin Janssen play.
1: Yeah. Look, you know, one of our, our biggest concerns all last season was uh, lack of scoring And I know that it's preseason matches and you can only, you know, take it all with a grain of salt. There's, there's only so much you can, you know, look into the future on, but, uh, you know, those guys getting goals, Dagger Dan getting his first Kara scoring in the, in the first preseason match. These are good things because, you know, when you start scoring, you tend to keep scoring it's kind of streaky that way. So if we can get them, uh, getting them scoring them goals early, I'm, I'm enjoying it.
0: You're all for that. I am all for what that. You're saying so. We need to talk a little bit about the formation because without the, and as far as we know, there's there's no injuries. I mean, these guys are training. Uh, Janssen has been cleared, and uh, An Oscar Perez has, uh, has kind of said, "Hey, nope, nothing's wrong with anybody. We're good." And yet, no uh, minutes for either of the starting center backs. Now, I know you want to wrap them in bubble wrap since you only have the two. That start and uh, you kind of need them, but at the same time, you, you kind of get them ready and
1: get a match fit for the regular season, right? One would think, I mean, you know, look, we're, we're not professional coaches, but um, yeah, I, I think we know enough to say that perhaps some actual playing time would be a, uh, a helpful thing in getting ready for the season.
0: It's just crazy enough to work getting guys ready for the season.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's, it's kind of in the name there, preseason match.
0: Yeah, so it's been an interesting lineup. The Lions have gone with a three man back line, of which only one has been a center back, <laughs> like a like a a traditional center back, Rodrigo Schlegel. They have used uh, Wilder Cartagena in this uh three man back line. They have used draft pick Abdi Salim, who is not signed yet, mm-hmm. uh, but they've used him on that uh in that three man back line. And then out wide, they have used Luca Petrasso on the left side. Santos still isn't here. He and Enrique still haven't gotten um, you know, their international paperwork clearance to come here and play. Uh, and then on the right side, it's been Ivan Angulo, who is a left-footed performer, but has been playing really well on the right side. So uh, not a bad right foot for Ivan. And he... You know, I don't know how much we can take from these first couple of preseason games as to whether this is actually a thing that's going to carry over. This may be some experimental thing. This may be a a shape that the team has to use if they're not going to play Janssen and they're not going to play Antonio Carlos to just be able to compete. Mm
1: -hmm. But
0: at the same time, it is an interesting thing. It's a talking point. And, uh, And so here we are talking about it
1: yes um well that would be one way to uh uh you know maximize the the legs of your center backs throughout the uh the season and all the uh, various other competitions is only have one of them play per match um (laughs) so you know that's that's it's it's a uh it's a strategy yeah well it is a
0: bold strategy cotton and we'll see how it works out for them but uh we do know that Last year, Antonio Carlos basically had no preseason, and he started the year like a best eleven and maybe defender of the year type player uh, before the injury that he sustained against LAFC. So, but then again, he sustained that injury. So maybe right. maybe he was uh, uh, maybe a little bit more preseason uh, training might have uh, prevented that. I, I doubt it, but it, it was yeah. a little bit of a of a fluky play. It was pushed while while moving um, toward the ball and and uh, just got stretched. So I don't know. It, it is, like I said, it's a talking point, but we have seen some good things. And, and in the second game, the lions, uh, they went to the break scoreless against the college team, which I didn't love that, but yeah. they did at least win three, one. And they got a goal from the rookie uh, Duncan McGuire, who also is not yet signed. I do expect some of these rookies to be signed by the way. Yeah. Um, And uh, Martín Ojeda, the new DP, scored a brace. So he's doing the things he's supposed to be doing. Ertrancara scored a goal already. So uh, the guys who are supposed to be scoring goals seem to be scoring goals. We haven't seen a lot of Facundo Torres so far, and uh, I'm not really worried about him being able to score goals and, and set goals up once the season starts.
1: No, no, I'm not worried about um, Torres much at all uh, other than, you know, how long are we going to, are we going to be able to have him? Um, McGuire also, not only did he have a goal, but he actually had an assist on one of Ojeda's uh, uh, goals there. So, you know, well done by the rookie.
0: Yeah. And you would think that the Mac Herman award winner would uh, be able to make the team. And he certainly hasn't hurt his chances against FIU, but then again, he's really used to playing against college competition.
1: Yes, that's, that's true. That's kind of right where he's, uh, he's been for the last several years. So uh, uh, we'll, uh, we'll have to see it's a preseason, let him get some minutes and, and uh, uh, hopefully we don't have to see him the rest of the year.
0: Yeah. Now the (laughs) lions will be playing Saturday against Colorado Rapids in the next preseason game. Then they will play Stetson. Next week, in the middle of the week, go Hatters. Not really sure you can learn a lot about your MLS team in a game against Stetson, but it's there. It's on the schedule, and uh, and then on the 18th is the uh, is the big one. It's the one that's open to the public. The New England Revolution will visit Exploria Stadium on the 18th. Our Sean Rollins will be on hand to cover that. I normally would be on hand to cover that, but I have concert tickets that night good for you who are you gonna see I'm gonna go see a polish progressive metal band called riverside that are very very good
1: ah, i imagine they don't make it to the states or at least sunshine state very often
0: so yeah they don't get to uh they don't get over here very often they're playing a small venue at the abbey so that's going to be really cool and uh, i'm psyched to
1: see them nice very cool well that you know sean will uh uh, have no problem filling in for you and giving us all the info on the match. So it all works out. Yeah. Sean has covered a match or two in his time for us. So, uh,
0: yeah, so it won't be long before the Red Bulls come to town and we're playing some games for real. So that's, that's, uh, interesting. Uh, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how the, the roster or how the lineups sort of evolve over time. And, and, um, you know, what Oscar Perez is going to do. Are we going to get to see the center backs in the preseason? Are we going to get the new guys here? Uh, We're running out of weeks for these new guys to get acclimated and and kind of get to know their teammates a little bit, get to know the system. So it's always a concern, and um, it's unfortunately it's part and parcel of signing everyone from outside the United States and no Americans is that you have to wait for international paperwork and it's not always quick.
1: No, it's not. And, uh, I, I hope that whole no Americans thing doesn't hurt McGuire any. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's got a, he's got an uphill battle to fight.
1: That's right.
0: Uh, I, that's all I have for the Orlando city side, unless you got something else you want to talk about.
1: And now just the dawning realization of how, uh, soon the season is creeping up on us. Yeah. It'll be here soon. Uh do you want to give a shout out to
0: former Orlando City player Kyle Laren who has gone to La Liga and in his first two games for Real Valladolid all he's done is come off the bench and score the game winning goal so he's he's finding things life pretty easy in La Liga although strong fast guy coming off the bench against tired players it's maybe not anything to get up and excited about yet because yes, he's scoring goals, but can he do it when he's playing 90 minutes um, and, and starting? I don't know. We'll see, but he's doing what they brought him there to do and that's to score goals.
1: Yeah. You know how you find out if you can do it over 90 minutes, you come off the bench and you score a bunch of goals. So they put you in for 90 minutes.
0: There you go. So, uh, so congrats to Kyle. And uh, we will continue to monitor him and, all of the former lions as they play out their seasons elsewhere. And with that, I think uh, we're ready to move on to the Orlando pride side of things. I agree. So if you have no objection, we'll get to the pride news. We'll get to our mailbag box. We'll do all of that right after this. And we're back, Dave. We're going to talk a little bit about the pride of Orlando.
1: That's good because, you know, it's one of the teams that we cover. So it's probably important that we do so.
0: It is. Well, we are a blog that covers and a podcast that covers Orlando City, the Orlando Pride, and OCB and all things soccer related in the city. Beautiful. We've got the She Believes Cup coming up also. uh, Yeah. And not too long. That's. Next Thursday, Japan and Brazil will kick things off at four o'clock at Exploria Stadium. And then at seven, the main event, USA, Canada, which could be the deciding game in the She
1: Believes Cup. Very much could be. That's that's going to be a, oh, um, you know, the the U.S. has been dominant for so long, but the rest of the world's starting to catch up here and there. And, you, you know, especially a team like Canada, there are no slouches. So, um that uh, that should be a really good match, and of course, in the early match, we get to see uh, new Pride player Adriana. Uh, even though she's not, <laughs> won't be here for the Pride, but <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah, it.
0: Look, it's 2023. I don't understand why this stuff doesn't happen electronically immediately, but yeah. it still doesn't, and um,
1: and that's sad. It is sad. It I mean, me sad. There's. Look, we're doing all this electronically. If we can do this, surely they can figure this out.
0: Yes. Yes, they can. They just choose not to.
1: Yeah, I suppose so.
0: All right. So, Dave, the last time we released a show, it went live on the first of the month, first of February. Mm -hmm. And within a short time of it going live, Orlando Pride made a move. Because, of course, they did. This wasn't a move, Dave, that really affected anything that we said on the podcast. We mentioned the pride roster, and that uh, we mentioned the fact that to- uh, Courtney Peterson, Tony Presley, were not with the team, and mm-hmm. that wasn't necessarily surprising. But now they're definitely not with the team. Yes, uh, we Courtney know now. Peterson's rights were traded to the Houston Dash. Uh, I didn't, cr- I didn't correctly type. Houston Dash in my little rundown of the show I'm seeing now, so that's fun.
1: The Houston Um, Daisy.
0: Yeah, Houston Dassey. Dassey. Uh, The Houston Dassey get Courtney Peterson along with the third round pick. And in exchange, the Pride get $65,000 in allocation money as Smaug starts to rebuild the treasure hoard and uh, possibly another $25,000 if certain uh, performance metrics are met. So it could be 90000 in allocation money for Courtney Peterson, a player who uh, has looked okay at times, has shown some flashes of, of potential, but hasn't really lived up to that. I think at times Courtney was not the best 1v1 defender out wide. And getting forward, it was very frustrating at the number of times that Courtney would try to cross something in with only one defender in front of her and hit that defender with the cross attempt rather than you know taking the ex- making the extra move, making a head fake, clearing yourself some space. That's really the the step up that fullbacks when they come into the league or and even wingers that come into the league, once they come into the professional ranks, you know, everybody's faster, everybody's a little bit better at their jobs. You got to work a little harder to clear yourself and to to be able to get those balls into the box. So sometimes a frustrating player, but she lost her starting spot last year. Uh, when Seb Hines took over as interim head coach. Now they use the head coach. That doesn't seem likely to change. So they found new, a new home for Courtney and we wish her luck, obviously in all the games, except for against Orlando Mm -hmm. and uh, you know, the pride get to have more money, which is always good.
1: Well, I mean, the only, you know, the thing I figure there is they, uh, they, they spent a bit of it, you know, got some players and they were probably, you know, Feeling like they didn't have enough. Yeah, they got Adriana. Yeah, yeah they got Adriana. So they, they, you know, they spent some, spent some cash there, and uh, you know, it dipped down below whatever their, uh, you know, rainy day fund level is, and they're like, oh, we got to get a little bit more.
0: Yeah, I figured they're just going to go ahead and just keep amassing it, and then just buy Lionel Messi. It's worth a shot. <laughs> it's just crazy enough to work. That's right. So yeah, uh, and then on the other side of that, Tony Presley, uh, we don't know what Tony's doing next, but the goodbye from the club was a pretty good indicator that Tony's not going to be re-signed.
1: No, no, she's not. And uh, of, of course, um, with Madrill coming into the team, you know, one Seminole leaves, another one arrives and and the circle of life continues.
0: Is that like you can only have
1: one Icelandic player at the club? You can only have one Seminole? Yeah, well... Uh, Technically, no, because Carson Pickett and Presley here were here for a little bit, so I think they could have two. But mm. with the new, you know, maybe the allocation money is taking up a Seminole spot. I don't, I don't know.
0: I don't know. It's a question for another day. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, we wish the both of them. L- luck in the next step of their journey. But uh, Tony Presley being the final remaining player from that inaugural 2016 pride team, yep. it, it really closes out that era.
1: It, it does. And like you say, we, we wish Tony well and, um, you know, for the best, she can move on and, and, you know, if she can get picked up someplace else, maybe get a little bit of playing time or, you know, move into a different phase of her, her life and career. Um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, what, where she lands. Yes, it will. I'm very
0: interested to see if she continues the career or if she uh, moves on into the next phase and and in, in her professional life and life after soccer is obviously very important as well. So, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, and I've been vocal on this podcast about what I thought of of Tony's abilities and and where I thought she fit in with the club, which. I maintain that she still could be a valuable depth center back. I don't necessarily think of her as a starter in this league. I don't think she quite has the quickness and speed to keep up with the game as much as she needs to. I don't think she's as physical for her size as she should be. And so I think, you know, you've got a good depth player there, but the problem is every single year, it seems like she ends up starting a, you know, a, a long stretch of games. And I don't think that that's uh, conducive to success at keeping the ball out of your net.
1: We was shown not to be so, um, you know, and obviously none of, you know, all of this is just professional assessment. Um, It has nothing to do with, you know, what we feel about her as a person or uh, her quality as a human being, which is, you know, the highest caliber. Right. Um, She's been
0: fantastic as a teammate from all, all uh, reports that we've heard. And, and, you know, she's, given everything she's had for the club, uh, but every, you know, you can give every, I could be put out there for Orlando city, give everything I have for the club and you're not going to want me on the field.
1: No, no, I, it, it, that goes for, for me as well. Um, you know, <laughs> I mean, if you, I, unless it's just, you know, taking up a, a, a bit of a wall, you know, cause I'm a little bit wider than most of those guys. So it's, you know, that w- that would be about it.
0: I'll be the guy who lays down behind the wall. There you go. And I could I, I do that job. Any, anything that goes below the wall, because you know, I, I can't promise I won't fall asleep, but I'll try not to.
1: <laughs> I, I can do that job. I can do that job.
0: Poppy. I can do that. I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'll be the next club legend.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. Cause you blocked the, the one, the one shot.
0: Yes. Yeah. That's all it takes. It takes you one. You got to step up in your one moment.
1: Yep. You got to be ready to to heed the call. Yes.
0: All right. So getting on with the pride news. Pride have announced the preseason schedule. Dave Mm -hmm. actually are going to play some preseason games. We have finally discovered. And now we know who, where, and when. Eh, not really so much when or where. I mean, you do know when. Um, yes, some of the wear is is not good because, again, this is a club that doesn't like you to see the team. We don't want you to see them. We don't want you to get to know what the new players look like. We would like you to not see the team. It's uh, except for once. So there's one open preseason game, and that is Thursday, February 23rd against the Kansas City Current at Exploria Stadium. 630 p.m. start. So uh, they I'm making it easy for you you got to get downtown and get parked and get into the stadium after work uh, by 630 uh, if you want to see this game. And that one's open to the public. They are playing uh, five preseason games, and three of them are against NWSL competition. That's a little bit different. They usually play almost exclusively college teams in the preseason from the area. Uh, They are currently in Port St. Lucie for a little team bonding, get together, train away from home. And, um, you know, that's always something that a lot of teams do to try to build chemistry, to try to build some camaraderie, get closer as a a team. So that's where they are through this Saturday. First preseason scrimmage is a closed-door friendly against Gotham FC on Saturday the 18th. Then on the 23rd, that Thursday after that, they will play Kansas City at Exploria Stadium, as I mentioned. Uh, On Tuesday the 28th, they have a closed-door uh, scrimmage against UCF and on Saturday, March 4th, Florida state university. That has been the most common preseason opponent and the college team that has given Orlando the most trouble. They think they're three, three and O oh, if memory serves
1: against yep. Florida state. Yeah, that's correct. Three, three, and O. Oh, and uh, you know, look, FSU is one of the premier college uh, teams in the U S they are consistently going to the, to the uh, you know, through the playoffs and into the the college world cup and all that. And so it's not, it's not surprising that they they give them a bit of a trouble, especially because the pride are um, either, you know, they're in preseason form and, or they'll have, you know um, uh, you know, non-roster you know, players that are getting to run out, things like that. So.
0: I look how you stuck the world in there, the college cup.
1: It's a yeah. College world cup. cup. <laughs> I can't, I, I just, I'm just so used to saying world in front of cup. Yeah. Uh,
0: I'm used to saying us open
1: in front of cup. Okay. That's yeah. There's a lot of things in front of cup and I was just, you know, I'm tired.
0: Friday, March 17th. The team will finish off the preseason portion of the schedule against Washington spirit closed door. Of course. And uh, we still don't have a schedule yet, but this show goes live on the 8th of February. You and I are recording it the evening of the 7th. And on the day that this podcast goes live, we will have the NWSL schedule out. So I don't know what time that will go out. And of course it's in the least uh, convenient day of this month for me to be able to do the write-up. So hopefully Sean will be available because the, uh, You know, I have a work event that's uh, basically going to keep me out of the office most of the day and into the Mm mid-evening. So, uh, yeah, we'll know who, who, when, where, and why the Pride are playing (laughs) this season (laughs) when that comes out on the 8th. So, uh, the one thing, though, that the Pride are doing, that the men's side is not doing, Mm -hmm. they're having a season ticket member open training so uh that is a good thing that is a thing that is being done they're having a an open training and chalk talk at exploria stadium for season ticket members on sunday march 12th from 3 to 6 p.m so you can get to go hang out and uh check out the training i don't know what the chalk talk is going to consist of but uh if you are a season ticket member you
1: are going to want to contact your rep
0: and say i want to go to that thing
1: yeah I mean, it it could be like, I mean, you know, you're not going to get out there and actually get to kick the ball, but you know, that chalk talk thing, it could be uh, you sitting there and listening to Seb and, and whoever other coaches there are, you know, kind of run through uh, strategies and things like that. That could be really cool. Yeah. Seb's going to tell you some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We can all use some stuff. Yeah. We like when Seb talks. He's nice.
0: All right. That's. All the pride news that I have for you Dave unless you have something else you want to discuss?
1: No, but I think it's it's good that the, you know, we're we're having these uh it's, it, these are like warm up podcasts for the season, you know. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have to do quite as much.
0: All right, then we will get to the mailbag box if that's uh, okay with you. I love the mailbag box. Well, then I guess we'll get to the mailbag box and we're going to uh read our questions from our listeners and we're going to give you an answer. You can ask us anything. Two ways to do it. You can email us at themainland@gmail.com at, at least for now. I <laughs> don't know what that's going to be later. Uh, but for now, we are themainland@gmail.com and uh, you can ask us anything that way. Or you can hit us up on Twitter. We are at themainland, and you can use that hashtag, AskTMLPC. Make sure you use the hashtag, hashtag, AskTMLPC. That way we can find it. Otherwise, it's just dumb luck if we find it, Spot. Yeah, spot. Um, but spot, you're lucky because we did find it.
1: Well, to be fair, he replied exactly to me. Yeah. So, yeah, and, <laughs> and that's good too. Yeah, and I saw it, so that was good. Yeah.
0: If you add the mainland's account, though, it's not necessarily guaranteed that it won't get lost in in the many other ats and and, mm-hmm. and retweets, and all that crap. So, uh, using the hashtag does help you. But I'm going to start in the Gmail, Dave, if that's okay with you.
1: Sounds like a plan.
0: All right. We got a question in the Gmail from
1: Dave Shine. Another David. We have a lot of great David listeners.
0: Dave Shine says, hey, Michael and David, I really love the website. I've just started listening to the podcast. I've learned a fair amount about this great game by following Orlando City, but... There is one thing that still confuses me. Could you please explain the position numbering? What is a six, a 10, a false nine, any other number that might appear in one of your blogs? Thanks and keep up the good work wherever you and the site end up in the future. Dave in Oviedo. So Dave in Oviedo wants to know about the numbers in soccer. Now we were just talking about this before we started recording and we weren't really sure when this started, where this started. I know that the, the Google tells me, and you know, you take everything you Google on with a great uh, a grain of salt, but uh, it tells me that 1924 in the United States is when people first started putting numbering on the back of jerseys on the soccer field, uh, numbering them one through 11. Now, let's quickly run through what the numbers and positions are. So, um, and again, this is going Google because most of us only use those numbers for a few positions. Correct. Nine, your 10, your six, your eight. That's pretty much uh, what you use it for. Um, one is the goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll see most teams, goalkeepers, starting goalkeepers do wear the number one. There are exceptions, obviously. Uh, two and three are your right and your left backs. Uh, and again, formation can obviously change some of this stuff. <laughs> yes. Um, strange formations will get you going, okay, now I don't know which one of these is this and which one is that and that kind of thing. Uh, four and five are uh, what they traditionally call the sweeper and the central back. Uh, I think we just call them center backs now.
1: Yeah, I mean, the 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 four is definitely a, a center back and then the five can be either a center back, obviously, if you've got a four-man back line or a sweeper, if, you know, they're pushing a little higher.
0: Uh, six is your defensive midfielder. That's one of the ones we use often. That's your stopper. That's your Cesar Araujo. That's that's the guy that is uh, is tasked with shielding the back line. And uh, usually, when you no matter what your center or where, no matter what your central midfield looks like, you usually have one that hangs back. Not going to get you very many goals, but he's going to help break up play and win the ball back. That's that's Cesar.
1: Yeah, he's your destroyer. Yeah.
0: Uh, your wingers. Are seven and eleven.
1: Because of course.
0: Yeah. Um, because they're always open. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Open 24 hours, those seven-eleven.
1: <laughs> Which, yeah, we won't get into why that's weird, but go ahead.
0: <laughs> uh, eight is your central midfielder. That's your box to box guy. That is your junior Urso. Uh, it is what Mauricio Pereira played uh, toward this, you know, in the back half of last year. That's your eight. So your six and your eight those we use a lot because in the central midfield, you need to differentiate those roles.
1: For those of you who are newer to soccer, but uh, came through uh, with Ted Lasso, that's your Roy Kent. Yeah, that is of pre-injury, obviously. <laughs> yeah.
0: Your nine is your striker Dave.
1: That's your big man up top.
0: That's the guy getting your goals. That's your chunkara, And, uh, and then it's the, the 10, the 10, um, I think a lot of times when you're when you're watching youth soccer, you're watching high school or college soccer, your 10 is usually your best player. Correct. Um in the pro ranks, it's your central attacking midfielder. It's usually someone who can score goals and set goals up.
1: Yeah, the one pulling the strings oftentimes. So, like you said, uh, you know, for Orlando City, that's Mauricio Pereira. Um, you know, some other big names you may have heard of, like uh Lionel Messi. Mm-hmm. You know, there's those kind of guys out there. So,
0: yeah. And I will say that probably um, on this team, you're going to be seeing maybe Martino Hayda and, and Faku Torres playing that role more than Pereira. Mm-hmm. Uh, although of course, w- again, we, we've, we've had some reports out of the preseason games, but we, we don't know that that's necessarily where they're going to line up when, when things are for real. So, uh, but if they do use Pereira in the eight again, then by necessity, it's, it's going to be probably one of those guys.
1: It will. And just so nobody gets really confused. Um, he's not going to change the number on the back. He's still going to be number 10 on the Jersey, even if not number 10 in the formation.
0: Right. And that's the thing that's confusing is that now players like whatever numbers they like. Yeah. And they don't want to wear the, the one that the, the manager gives them. So, uh, yeah, it makes things a little bit more difficult, but also, Um, you know, I would think that if you still had that system in place, it it would be easier to defend because you would know where guys were going to be basically most of the time.
1: (laughs) That's true. Uh,
0: so anyway, uh, that's really what we got for you. And I know that that's, that's something that, uh, new soccer fans do struggle with. So that's a good question. Glad it was brought up. Probably is one of those things we should address every year.
1: Probably. Yeah. Uh, That's
0: because new people jump on board. So we appreciate Dave shine. Appreciate you. Uh, the kind words about the website. Glad you're here and listening to the podcast. Now. Uh, we're probably going to ask you for money. (laughs) (laughs) Not a lot. No, we're not. Actually. We're not going to ask you for money. We're going to either provide something to you for money, or we're going to ask for donations, which is not us asking for you to give us money. That is us saying, this is a thing that you can do if you so choose to do. And we're not going to give you a hard sell about it.
1: No, no, we definitely don't. I, and I'm a car salesman and I don't even do, you know, the hard sale. So, um, you know, it, it'll be all right. You can keep listening. If you want to contribute, that'd be awesome.
0: Yeah. So hopefully that, uh, cleared things up for you, Dave, and you can, you can now, um, mansplain that to your friends, I guess.
1: <laughs> That's right. Yes. You can go out and, and explain that and and look like you, you really know what you're talking about now.
0: Exactly. Uh so after Dave's question we're going to go to a question from David. David Victor.
1: Ah, uh, see it's a it's a Dave full podcast.
0: It's a Dave 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 world.
1: I like it. What's what's David Victor have to say?
0: He says hello Michael and Dave.
1: Hello David Victor.
0: Uh, he also says in honor of this past week's Grammys, which award show would you most like to attend in person? If you could Grammys, Oscars, Tonys, ESPYs, Nobel, etc.
1: Wow. Wow. Um, I'm going to go Nobel because uh, the other ones are just full of you know, talented people, but, you know, and, and some of them were giving something good to the world, but, you know, I, I would like to, I would like to meet the people that are, are, you know, changing things on a more fundamental level. So mm-hmm. for me, it would be, uh, you know, go and see who's getting all the Nobel awards.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I would probably pick the Grammys, um, because shocking. then when awards were given out i could like stand up and point to the person that i like and go that should have been yours
1: that should be you up there yeah and then maybe they're like yeah man thanks and then you become buddies and they come on your podcast yeah maybe
0: uh probably not but maybe probably i get ejected probably
1: (laughs) but you know for that that one glorious moment you're you're living the dream
0: Yes, and that's uh, that's cool. No, it, w- it would be really cool to just chill out and and see some of these folks that I I normally see on TV or on uh, on a stage, um, while I'm spending way too much money on T-shirts and beers. And uh, yeah, yeah. So that'd be and Ticketmaster. Um, also, I don't think he put that in there. I- Emmys would also be fun for me. I think.
1: Yeah, the Emmys would be cool. I, look, I'm, I. I think any of them would be pretty cool. You know, it all depends on, on, you know, are you in the cheap seats? Or are you, you know, getting the mingle or, you know, what's going on, but I got
0: to get invited to the after parties or I'm not going.
1: Right. I mean, otherwise, I mean, what's, what's the point. Uh, if you, if you can't, you know, get that backstage action going.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's it for the Gmail this week. Thank you to David Victor and Dave shine. All of the Daves,
1: all the Daves. These I do want to mention. I
0: know, I know, I know. These are the Daves I know.
1: Oh, Dave's not here.
0: If you uh, if you know that song I just sang, uh, then we can be friends, and we can still be friends if you don't know that song. But if you, for those of you who do, the right people will get that.
1: Yes, yes, they will. And and some may have even picked up my comment after that, mm-hmm. and if they know what that is. More power to you. All right. Uh, So the, uh, I I do want to mention the, the other reason for doing the Nobel prize, uh, you know, award ceremony, it's in Sweden. That's cool.
0: That's cool. So I get to
1: travel to Sweden.
0: Most of mine are in Los, the other ones are in Los Angeles.
1: Yeah. See, so I get to go to Sweden. You just get to go to California.
0: I believe you can go to Vegas. If you go to the, um, the adult video awards.
1: Oh yeah, I, that's probably where that is. Um, that might the, not be
0: a bad one to attend. <laughs>
1: <laughs> are the uh, are the ESPYS? Are they up in uh, uh, wherever ESPN has their their uh, their not hometown? No, they're not they're in not Bristol, Bristol, Connecticut. Connecticut no. No. Yeah. I yeah.
0: believe they are also in Vegas or Los Angeles or something. Usually, or maybe they move around. Maybe they're also in New York. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, I tell you what, um, you know, we we kind of already mentioned it, but we do have a question in the Twitters, even though it didn't have the hashtag STMLPC. All right. Uh, from we'll our good, our good well, it is our good friend of the pod spot. Mm-hmm. And he says, Thoughts on Jesse Marsh as a potential US men's national team coach, would you take him?
0: Um, that's a great question. And it's really bizarre to see how many people have clamored for him to become the national team coach, given that his last two jobs haven't gone that well. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Greg Berhalter's previous job went well and he was met with a lot of derision. Yep. Uh, I think for me, I think you would probably need to take a look at Steve Sharundalo first. he's, you know, uh, he's not going to make the uh, anti MLS people happy, but at least he came in right away and won the whole damn thing. Right. Yeah. Um, now that's he's good. Got, point. Uh, you know, he's got assistant coaching experience. He's got international experience. So I think he checks a lot of boxes. So I think he's a guy you got to look at and, and certainly Marsh is in the conversation, but I don't think you just hand it to him because he just suddenly became available. There's a reason he just became available.
1: Yeah. Although even that, I I don't feel he was given a fair shake as far as, you know, getting through the window and being able to try and implement, you know, post transfer players, but, right, but, you know, results weren't there and it's the premier league and, and that's what matters.
0: I mean, he put up a James O'Connor year and a James O'Connor in Orlando year in England. Uh, he won two of 18 games. That's really not good.
1: Yeah, no, like I say, I mean, I, I understand why, um, I would have liked, I'm a big advocate on, you know, giving a coach a little bit, uh, you got to give them at least a window or two to, you know, get it, get the guys they want in and get Mm -hmm. everything going. And it feels like he didn't really get that, you know, as much. So,
0: yeah, I think it was a panic move because Everton just won with the, after firing their coach and yeah, they just went out and bought some players and spent some money And Jesse Marsh only got one game with those players. So if he maybe gets a month, you know, maybe he starts to turn the corner. His team did lose this past weekend, but they outplayed their opponents. They just didn't score a goal. And that does happen. So, uh, yeah, I would have probably given them a little more time, but sometimes they don't feel like you, they can afford to give them more time. I mean, if you're only going to win a few more games, the rest of the year, anyway, why you know there's not really a rush you're gonna get those two or three wins either in the next few weeks or in a few weeks you fire your coach and you get them after that
1: yeah correct um so but but you know going back to spot's question um you know would you take him
0: i would certainly put him through the interview process would i just take him no i won't take just take anybody you gotta you gotta vet people man you gotta vet them you gotta talk to them you gotta. find out what their, what their, uh, plan is. They, they got to come in with you know, having done their homework. You know, I, I, you don't just get anything handed to you in life, man. That's just not how it works unless you're uh Chris Armas. Right. All
1: right. So here's what I'll say is, um, yeah, I agree with most of what you said in regards to him being, you know, the national coach. Also, I don't know that his style is, is necessarily good for international play, but you know, that can, that could be argued. Um, I'm going to approach that second question. Would I take him as a, he's gone through the interview process. This is the decision that us soccer has made. And that's a choice. Would I take him? Yeah. I think he's a, you know, I think he's one of the better American coaches out there. Um, and, you know, despite, you know, having a hard time last two jobs, but some of that's, you know, a lot of that's on him, but not all of it. And, you know, he knows, he knows the game and he can get, You know the best out of some American players, which is what that that job has to do. So, I yes, I would take him. I don't necessarily think he.
0: We know for sure he would get the best out of Aaron Long and Tyler Adams.
1: Right. (laughs) I don't know that he's necessarily the 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 best hire uh, that U.S. Soccer can make. So, um, I think they could do worse. Oh, they could definitely do worse. Um, and they may be able to do better. But that's mm-hmm. that's a discussion I'm willing to have, you know. Like you said, once you know, interviews have been made and and you know things have been talked about. Um, you know, I like Jesse, but no, handing it, just handing it to him just because he's Jesse Marsh. No. Yeah.
0: yeah. I know if he came in with the best plan and the best uh, presentation and and you know, was the most um qualified person through the round of interviews then that's another story. Then would you take him? Yeah, because he's earned it. Um, right. I don't think he's just earned it just based on getting the coach in England because he he didn't really do anything with that opportunity. Whether it was only partially his fault or all his fault, doesn't matter.
1: Yeah. And look, you know, whether Marsh is, is U.S. men's national team coach or not, he's, he's going to get a job. He's too good of a coach to not get a job, to have somebody not take a chance on him. Um, and you know, if he has the right circumstances, I'm, I think he can succeed.
0: Yeah. I do appreciate the question though.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Thanks spot. We've been asking you to write and you finally did. And that's great.
1: You did. And we, yes, we very much appreciate it. Let me double check and make sure nobody else, uh, put any in while we were talking, but.
0: We still have some regulars that used to ask questions that are still not asking questions. Yeah. You can get one from Ryan this week.
1: I know what's up with that. Is he traveling or something?
0: No, he's really busy with work.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Nothing from Ryan. Too Busy
0: to ask a question.
1: I mean, it's been over a month since we heard from Joseph angel. Um, our good buddy, Luis didn't ask anything this week. Mm -hmm. There's, you know, come on guys. So
0: half of the duo that, uh, that we met at the U S open cup final has, weighed in this week but the other half has not
1: no no they haven't no lee gavlik this week no geek no lee gavlik and yeah i mean it's look we 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 want to answer these questions for you guys we just need you to submit them
0: yeah all right well maybe they don't know how so i'm going to tell you how to submit your questions ask us anything here on the mainland podcast two ways to do it you can hit us up on twitter at the mainland is our twitter handle Make sure you use the and spell main M-A-N-E, the mainland at the mainland on Twitter. And use the hashtag asktmlpc, please. Maybe some other people asked questions and didn't use the hashtag, so we couldn't find it.
1: Uh, it it could be, could be. We'll never know.
0: And the other way to do it is to email us at themainland.com. Uh, at gmail, I'm sorry, the mainland at <laughs> gmail.com. I'm really tired too. Uh, Mm -hmm.
1: it's been a very draining February. Yes. I can't imagine why
0: (laughs) can't imagine. Uh, yeah. So those are the two ways ask us anything. We'll answer. We'll give you an answer. It can be soccer related. It can be Orlando city related. It can be anything. We'll answer your question.
1: Yeah. We don't guarantee a good or even correct answer, but it will be an answer.
0: Might not make you happy the way we answer it. We don't really guarantee anything except an answer. Correct. All right. Uh, The other thing we'd like you to do. um, I don't know why I'm even bothering to tell you this because you won't do it. We've seen it. We've seen this for months now. Is to go to Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating and write a review. And we'll read that on the show. Haven't had one since August. Early August at that. So, in fact, I believe it was August
1: 7th. Which, you know, come on. That's a long it's, time. I think it's like, like six months. It's like a half, half a year. I mean, have we simply gone through all the Apple ecosystem listeners and that we don't have everybody else's Android? I mean, wh- what's going on here?
0: Well, I mean, they could be Google Play downloads. They could be listening on Spotify. They could be listening on Stitcher. Yeah. There's a lot of ways they could be listening to us. They could be streaming us directly off the player on the website.
1: It could be because to be honest, I mean, I'm an Android guy, so I, I I don't listen to Apple podcasts, so I don't know. Maybe we figure out a way to see if there's any of those non-Apple people out there. We can get, get them to put something in somehow.
0: Well, I don't know. I don't know, but I do know this. Uh, we would love it if you would uh, leave us that five-star review and uh, we would read it on our show. Uh, and I'm pretty sure lots of people have access to Apple Podcasts. Even if you have an Android, you can still go on the uh, the website, do it through your web browser.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's you can true. Do it that way. So okay, well there you go. See, Android users, just because you're not Apple doesn't mean you can't do this.
0: But we also would love it if you would rate us and review us on whatever platform you use, whether that's PodChaser or Good Pods or any of them we uh, we would appreciate that because there's these things called algorithms. And if you rate us and review us and like us and subscribe to us, all of those things are free. They're all very, very quick, not time consuming at all. And they push us out to more people who will then discover us. And also this helps you because the algorithm will also say, oh, this person likes this and they will find you something else similar to us that you might enjoy and suggest that.
1: Yes. It's like big brother is watching you, but in this case, it's a good thing. Yes.
0: (laughs) This is a good thing. Don't click like on a political post on Facebook. That's a whole other algorithm and you will just be caught in an echo chamber and you will never know what's really going on in the world.
1: That's right. I mean, if you're going to do, if you're going to create an echo echo chamber, create an Orlando city, Orlando pride echo chamber.
0: Yeah. That's the one
1: to do. Yeah, that's what my Twitter's like.
0: All right. Well, that's it. I don't think we have anything else to talk about, except maybe to uh, congratulate the Central Florida Crusaders for getting their season started. Their inaugural season is now underway. They played on Sunday. I was not able to go uh, because I went to see Bruce Springsteen.
1: Yeah, you know what? I I don't think even the Crusaders would begrudge you that one.
0: Yeah well, it's their fault for having the game on the day that the boss was in town.
1: Yeah. I actually, i through social media and other, there were a bunch of people I knew that actually got to go to that concert. So one, obviously jealous, um, but two happy for you. And for my other friends that, you know, got to go see him there. That's that was, I'm sure it was awesome.
0: It was very, very, very good. I was very happy to have gone as in, in including, the fact that i spent an obscene amount of money on tickets and a t-shirt and a beer and an actual arena food um obscene amount of money but uh, well it was great i think we
1: could, we can all take comfort in knowing that uh, ticketmaster got got a bunch of money from you
0: oh yeah well it's about time that somebody threw them a bone yeah i mean they're barely hanging nation. on yeah uh so yeah it, the women and the men both play when these teams play in this particular league, both the men's team and the women's team play. It's a doubleheader, and so the women played first, and they did not
1: win. Unfortunately, not. Yeah, they they
0: lost a very good game, nine to six. It was a close game. Uh, little little uh, runaway in the second half for the uh, for the visitors, but uh, the men's team got
1: the win in overtime. So the men are undefeated. 9-8 winners in overtime, undefeated on the season so far. All good stuff. Yep, so congratulations to Tom Traxler and everybody involved with the
0: Central Florida Crusaders for getting the season underway. We don't know what the season will hold in store, but we know that the men's team will at least win one game this year. Yep. Because that has uh, already happened.
1: <laughs> so, go Crusaders.
0: Yeah, we will try to do... as much as we can to cover them but it's it, we're very very thinly stretched right now and um frankly most of our staff no longer live in the city limits so it's a pretty good haul for most people and just an impossible haul for others yourself included that's a that's a an eight hour round trip to cover an indoor soccer game uh, or two and uh, i don't think your wife would put up with that
1: no no it's uh you know Making the, we look, we make a trip down at least a couple times a year so we can get to a match. You know, obviously the big one was the U S open cup, um, last season. So that was, uh, that one was really worth it. Uh, a midweek crusaders, uh, double header. Eh, I, I don't know if the, uh, the hotel room costs is, uh, if it's worth that.
0: Well, it was a Sunday. It wasn't a midweek.
1: All right, whatever. It's still, <laughs> I still got to work on Monday, man. Yeah. Yeah, you do.
0: But, uh, you know,
1: I don't know. It, it It's, uh, you know,
0: you've got, uh, we've got a couple of people over on the Gulf coast. We've got a person over on the Atlantic coast. We get you up in Tallahassee. We got another guy in Kentucky. We have another guy in Chicago and me in Sanford. And even Sanford is a good haul for some of the stuff that we need to do. So, uh, we could use more help.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's easy. And, and, and look, if you're worried about us not being around, we're still going to be around. We just, we're figuring out, you know, in what capacity and what name and, and things like that, but we're not going anywhere. Yeah.
0: That's not uh that's not a problem. We're, we're, we're going to finalize what we're doing. We're going to make an announcement. We got three weeks to do it. We would really like to do it in like, Within the next seven days, it would be great if we can do that. We're still waiting on some answers before we can get to that. And you,
1: dear listener, could be a part of that.
0: Yeah. So we will we will try to get some answers. We kind I'm kind of know what direction we're going. It just is not possible to set that up without knowing what our name is going to be. That might that might affect what our domain is. Which yeah, would affect yeah. our domain registration and <laughs> all of that stuff. So,
1: yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of an important piece. It's mm-hmm. uh, really kind of a keystone uh, bit of information there. It really is. So, uh,
0: anyway, and also we have, I believe, we put this out there last week, but I'm going to put it out there again this week. If we if we did, and if we didn't, then uh, then never mind about last week. Just do it this week. Uh, email us at the mainland at gmail.com and tell us what should we be called if we're not called the mainland anymore?
1: Yeah. Put your uh, creativity caps on. Mm -hmm.
0: And since I created the word podcast, as opposed to podcast P A W E D C A S T, I am going to keep that and just tack that onto the end of whatever our blog is called. So Help me determine what the blog is called. You're also helping me determine what the podcast will be called. That is if we can't keep our name.
1: Right. If we can, that's what we're going to do. But otherwise we will be the whatever, whatever podcast.
0: Yes. I still like sons of Schlegel, but it's, it's, Uh, it'd be problematic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's problematic. Yeah. It's
0: cool, but don't put your eggs in one basket. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Next thing you know, he gets traded to Atlanta United, scores four goals against us, and I don't really want to be the sons of Schlegel anymore.
1: <laughs> no, and I mean, we couldn't even be like, you know, the Paramore Poppies, you know, Paramore I can do at Poppies, but um because, you know, Oscar moves on and then what?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, there's a lot to think about, and uh, we have been doing just that. That's why I don't sleep. Um <laughs> That's why we're tired. <laughs> uh, yeah. I I I'm tossing and turning, waking up at 2 3 4 a.m., 5 a.m. 5:16 a.m., 5:23
1: a.m. Yeah, I am too, but it's it's mostly the dog wanting to go out. Oh, man. I would just get a dog
0: door or shoot the dog, one or the other.
1: Well, you know, he's getting old. <laughs> And look, it, it it works out because he wakes me up, then I I then have time to think on these things that you're you're waking up uh thinking about as well.
0: Gotcha. All right. Well, a little more thinking. That'd be good. Yep. And that's going to do it for episode three twenty-five. Let's get the heck out of here. Let's do it. All right. You can read our stuff for the time being at the mainland.com. Uh that's not going away. That will still be there. Once uh, we split off, my understanding is, but um, I don't know how that's going to work if we get to keep our domain. So I don't know. Uh, I just know that you're not just going to be looking at our website at February on February 28th at 11:59, and then when it switches to 12, it's not going. Your screen's not going to go black. That's not how to no, work. That's not how the web works. No, so um yeah, read our stuff at themainland.com and uh, like us on Facebook. Follow Dave at Mainland Dave. Follow me at Mainland Michael, and follow the website for all updates at the Mainland on Twitter. These are the places you can find us, and uh, also we love it if you would subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already, and. If we get to move our feed, then you just move with us. You don't even have to do anything.
1: Nope. It'll be easy.
0: So subscribe. Otherwise you might not know how to find us.
1: Yeah. That would be a shame. We would miss you.
0: We would miss you. Uh, And then uh, of course, you know, five stars, wherever you can give us five stars, give us, I don't care if you fill out a comment card at Denny's, give us five stars on that thing.
1: Take a picture and send it to me on Twitter. That would be
0: awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Write a review on a Denny's comment card and take a picture and email it to us or send it to us on Twitter. Uh, That's something I would love to see. That's going in line. If that happens, it's going in line links. I'm telling you right now.
1: It is. And and we will read it, assuming that you give us five stars on that Denny card. Yeah, that will happen. That
0: is 100% going to happen. Guaranteed. So, all right. Thanks everybody for listening. Thanks to those who sent in questions. We do know that we've got some some more preseason games coming up. The Pride's going to start uh, some preseason games, and of course, the uh, three national teams are going to meet the U.S. Women's National Team here in Orlando on the 16th. So, lots going on.
1: Lots of soccer.
0: Yeah, we're in it now. Gotta love it. Would really been uh, better to have figured all this uh, SB Nation stuff out uh, in December, (laughs) (laughs) but that's just not the way it worked.
1: No, no, it's not. But we shall persevere. Yeah, either that or we won't. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, only go two
0: ways.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's true. I'm leaning more
0: towards us persevering, though. Okay, yeah, that would be better. Yeah. Persevering would be better. All right. That's it. Let's get out of here. We're getting goofy. Uh, Lack of sleep and all that. So, thank you for listening to episode 325. We'll see you next time. All we got left to do is to say go city and go pride.